The level of this lesson is advanced, and timestamps are provided in the show notes. The lessons offered at docmolly.com are solely for learning Spanish. They are not intended to teach medicine or provide medical advice. Welcome to the fourth member lesson in our series covering Spanish for the evaluation of a lung nodule. In the clinical dialogue for this series, the doctor recommended a PET scan to better characterize a nodule seen on the patient's chest CT. Of course, we do not evaluate every nodule with a PET scan. It depends on the patient's risk factors, factores de riesgo, and the appearance and size of the nodule. And if the patient has had prior chest CTs, we compare the appearance of the nodule on current imaging with prior imaging. Depending on our level of concern that the nodule represents cancer, sometimes we follow the nodule over time with a repeat chest CT, sometimes we do a PET scan, and other times we go directly to biopsy. Therefore, in this lesson, we will practice the following in Spanish. We will inquire about prior imaging studies of the chest, we will recommend follow-up imaging, and finally, we will recommend a bronchoscopy and tissue biopsy. ¿Listos? Empecemos! First, let's explain to the patient that it is helpful to compare the appearance, size, and shape of the nodule with prior imaging. Para determinar lo que representa este nódulo, nos ayuda a comparar la apariencia, el tamaño y la forma del nódulo con imágenes anteriores. To determine. Determinar. Appearance. La apariencia. Size. El tamaño. Shape. La forma. Prior or previous. Anterior. Another option is Previo To compare Comparar Imaging Las imágenes Interpreta To determine what this nodule represents Para determinar lo que representa este nódulo. And if you used K rather than lo que here and said, para determinar qué representa este nódulo, you would be correct as well. It helps us to compare the appearance, size, and shape of the nodule. Nos ayuda a comparar la apariencia, el tamaño y la forma del nódulo with prior imaging con imágenes anteriores. Ahora, intenta interpretarlo todo. To determine what this nodule represents, it helps us to compare the appearance, size, and shape of the nodule with previous imaging.
Para determinar lo que representa este nódulo nos ayuda a comparar la apariencia, el tamaño y la forma del nódulo con imágenes anteriores. Y felicitaciones si lograste interpretarlo todo. Bien hecho. Now let's practice asking about prior imaging studies. Interpreta en inglés. ¿Le han hecho antes un estudio de imágenes del tórax? Have you had an imaging study of your chest before? As we've talked about in prior lessons, it is very common to use the third person plural with an unspecified they to express undergoing a medical procedure. Therefore, le han hecho often translates to have you had done, and have you had an imaging study of your chest before can be interpreted as ¿Le han hecho antes un estudio de imágenes del tórax? Ahora, repasemos el vocabulario. An imaging study. Un estudio de imágenes. Chest or thorax. El tórax. So when referring to imaging of the chest, It is very common to use el tórax instead of el pecho. Ahora, interpreta. Have you had an imaging study of your chest before? ¿Le han hecho antes un estudio de imágenes del tórax? And of course, you could also place antes at the end and ask, ¿Le han hecho un estudio de imágenes del tórax antes? Now, big bonus points for this one. Can you think of another way to interpret the question, Have you had an imaging study of your chest before? ¿Se ha hecho antes un estudio de imágenes del tórax? So here we used the reflexive verb hacerse to express the passive action of undergoing a medical procedure. Now you have two phrases you can use when asking if someone has had something done. ¿Le han hecho? Or ¿se ha hecho? So how would you ask, have you had a mammogram? ¿Le han hecho una mamografía? Or, ¿se ha hecho una mamografía? And going back to our original question, have you had an imaging study of your chest before? ¿Le han hecho antes un estudio de imágenes del tórax? Or, ¿Se ha hecho antes un estudio de imágenes del tórax? Now let's recommend follow-up imaging. Le recomiendo que le hagamos otra tomografía en seis meses para hacer un seguimiento de este nódulo. Queremos asegurarnos de que no esté creciendo. Si crece, haremos más estudios. Y ahora vamos a repasarlo por partes. Le recomiendo que le hagamos otra tomografía en seis meses para hacer un seguimiento de este nódulo. 
So how did she say CT scan? Una tomografía. You could also use the following to refer to a CAT scan or scan. Repite después de Elisa. Un TAC. Un escáner. How do you say to follow up? Hacer un seguimiento. Ahora, interpreta. I recommend that we do another CT scan in six months to follow up on this nodule. Le recomiendo que le hagamos otra tomografía en seis meses para hacer un seguimiento de este nódulo. Queremos asegurarnos de que no esté creciendo. Si crece, haremos más estudios. What verb did she use to say to make sure? Asegurarse. And when asegurarse means to make sure, we follow it with the preposition de. Asegurarse de. To grow. Crecer. Interpreta, we want to make sure that it is not growing. Queremos asegurarnos de que no esté creciendo. So Elisa used the subjunctive here and said, que no esté creciendo. And this confuses me a little because usually we use the subjunctive after asegurarse de que when we have influence over what follows. But in this case, the nodule may grow whether we do another CT scan or not. However, Elisa preferred the subjunctive here. And when I reviewed other medical texts, I saw the use of the subjunctive following asegurarse de que in similar statements. To learn more about when to use the subjunctive versus the indicative following asegurarse de que, see the link in your show notes. Let's practice conjugating the verb hacer in the future tense. I will do. Haré. You will do. Harás. You will do addressing usted. Hará. We will do. Haremos. Interpreta. If it grows, we will do more studies. Si crece, haremos más estudios. Ahora, interprétalo todo. We want to make sure it isn't growing. If it grows, we will do more studies. Queremos asegurarnos de que no esté creciendo. Si crece, haremos más estudios. Now let's explain to the patient that we're concerned that the nodule may be cancer. Por el tamaño y la forma del nódulo y su historial de tabaquismo, 
Me preocupa que el nódulo pueda ser un cáncer. So how did she say smoking history? El historial de tabaquismo. How did she say because of your smoking history? Por su historial de tabaquismo. I am worried that the nodule may be cancer. Me preocupa que el nódulo pueda ser un cáncer. So notice, when you say, Me preocupa, the subject of the verb preocupar is what worries you. Que el nódulo pueda ser un cáncer. And because me preocupa expresses an emotional response or judgment, we follow it with the subjunctive. Que pueda ser un cáncer. Ahora, interprétalo todo. Because of the size and shape of the nodule and your smoking history, I am concerned that the nodule may be cancer. Por el tamaño y la forma del nódulo y su historial de tabaquismo, me preocupa que el nódulo pueda ser un cáncer. And you could admit the second nódulo and simply say, I'm worried it may be cancer. Me preocupa que pueda ser un cáncer. Now we'll recommend bronchoscopy. Por eso le recomiendo que le hagamos una broncoscopía. Bronchoscopy. La broncoscopía. Therefore, I recommend that we do a bronchoscopy. Por eso le recomiendo que le hagamos una broncoscopía. Now let's recommend a biopsy. Por eso le recomiendo que le hagamos una biopsia de tejido. Biopsy. La biopsia. Tissue. El tejido. A tissue biopsy. Una biopsia de tejido. Interpreta. Therefore, I recommend that we do a tissue biopsy. Por eso le recomiendo que le hagamos una biopsia de tejido. Now that you've completed this lesson, reinforce what you've learned by taking the quiz at the bottom of this lesson at docmolly.com. And that wraps up this series on Spanish for the Evaluation of a Lung Nodule. This series is part of our Spanish for Cancer Care course. When you pass the quiz, you earn a point, and you can mark the lesson as complete. Hasta la próxima! This is a production of DocMolly.com, where you will find interactive audio lessons that teach Spanish for healthcare and elsewhere.